0: Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more, and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast. A production of John Konzano's Baldface Truth.
1: Back to the Baldface Truth with John Kanzano on 750 The Game.
0: Kyle Whittingham, Utah football coach, is with us. Uh, uh, we talked about your dad around Father's Day, man. Such a family thing at the Whittinghams when you talk about football. And I know when we talked about it, I could tell you were really excited to talk about your dad. That's He gave you a gift, didn't he?
1: Without a doubt. And, uh, you know, the most influential person in my coaching career has been my father and, and uh, had the great fortune to uh, work for him as a uh, linebacker coach when he was the coordinator at, at Utah way back in 90, 94, I believe it was. And so I also played for him in college. So, yeah. so uh, you know, everything that embodies me as a coach as far as my defensive philosophies and, and uh, teaching methods come from that man
0: I had cam rising in here earlier he's a special kid he got a spark to him doesn't he he does competitor
1: he's, he's got the it factor he's got that moxie that you look for in a quarterback and and uh, he is the leader of our leaders he's the alpha dog of our football team
0: that x factor that that you that it that you talk about can you see it when you're recruiting a kid or do you have to compete with him and see you know
1: you, you try to try to evaluate that obviously and and uh you're not always going to be 100 percent correct but but you can see that uh, oftentimes in, in uh, you know, how they carry themselves and how they are viewed on their high school team and or junior college team, as the case may be, but, but uh, certainly uh, has been a huge benefit for our team to have Cam uh, be in that role. All
0: right, uh, a year from now, one year from now, <laughs> we're talking now, everybody's talking about expansion and realignment and USC, UCLA, but... What's the story going to be when we talk a year from now at Pac-12 Media Day 2023?
1: Wow, that's a great question. Uh, I don't know if anybody has the the, uh, exact answer to that. Uh, I know we're moving more towards an NFL minor league model. You know, things seem to be going in that direction. A super conference set up, uh, a full-blown playoff, you know, 12, 16 teams. Uh, Is that going to happen within a year? Uh, It might be a stretch. But uh, there's uh, you know things that have happened in the last couple of years that you know you look at the nail and yeah. what it's done to to college football and, and we still don't know what its uh, you know final impact's going to be because yeah. it's still a work in progress. A transfer portal, there's talk about being able to transfer unlimited amount of times without having to sit out. That or you know that's going to make uh, for a uh, uh, its own set of uh, issues there. But but I can't give you a a, a great uh, answer on that other than. Uh, expect the unexpected. That's all I can say.
0: I, you guys go to a Rose Bowl, you win a conference championship. A lot of people would say, you know, fantastic season. But your guys keep saying unfinished business. How is that possible? How well. did you do that? <laughs> you man, that's the yeah. psychological
1: mind trick. Yeah, yeah. You got to be part psychologist as a head football coach. But, but uh, you know, that's something that eluded us for many years. Is that Pac-12 championship? So we got that uh, monkey off our back, and, <clears throat> and obviously our guys are are looking towards the next step, which is trying to get access to the CFP. I mean, that's, I think that's what everyone in the country is shooting for, at least the Power 5 schools, is to is to uh, get involved in the CFP, and, and that's something that we've uh, been very close but have not quite got that breakthrough yet. So I guess you could say the next step in the evolution of our program is to try to crack that CFP.
0: You've been at this a while, <clears throat> and, you know, kids have changed over the years. The game's changed over the years. Um, you got to be pretty adaptable to do that. Absolutely. Like, how big a strength is that as a coach, just to be fluid and adaptable?
1: Well, it's it's a must. And if you're, if you're not, you're going to get left behind. And so, uh, you know, whether you like the changes that have taken place and that are going to take place or not, that's irrelevant. It's how you adapt to them and how, you know, how you embrace them. And uh, it's survive or, or be left behind. And so uh, it's uh, something that uh, I think – you know, Utah. We've done a pretty good job of. I think we've got a pretty good handle on NAL right now, as far as uh, you know how it fits in our scheme of things. And, and uh, but you got to continue to evolve, and as the as the game evolves, and as the as the landscape changes, you got to change with it.
0: You have uh, a staff that includes Andy Ludwig on the offensive side of the ball you i'm always interested in how you put a staff together yeah there's a little bit of art a little bit of science and kind of blending that together
1: yeah you gotta have uh, the right makeup and and that's so critical to your success or it you know could be the lack thereof is the chemistry of your staff and making sure you're all pulling in the same direction have the same agenda uh, no nobody uh kind of going rogue on you and doing their own thing and everybody uh, being loyal to each other, and I feel like we've got a pretty good situation in that regard at Utah. All
0: right. Dan Lanning, uh, Oregon coach, gave me his
1: top five movies
0: earlier. Are you a movie guy?
1: Yeah, somewhat. You know, the movies now are nowhere near what they used to be, no. I will tell you that. But, Disappointing. Yeah. What uh, do you like? What,
0: what's Okay,
1: top five. or Just
0: give me a couple. That, couple. You know, Kyle Woodingham's movie picks. Godfather. Kay.
1: Godfather was tremendous. One Flew with a Cuckoo's Nest. That's yeah. an oldie but a goodie. Uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid is an old favorite of mine. Um, then of course you know the dumb and dumber the animal yeah. house Caddyshack. shack you yeah. know that that deal so. can you
0: show like clark phillips the third like you know one flew over the cuckoo's nest or is <laughs> no. he gonna be like no get, get out of here
1: yeah it's a different it's a different era now that <laughs> in that regard but uh but uh you know it's uh and you know i'm kind of an old school guy and so yeah. this new stuff the the uh, you know not really a star wars you know all the things that are going on but anyway
0: that was an ambush last year at your place Rice Eccles Stadium Oregon came to play it was one of those games where just everything you, everything happened yeah. it was almost like it was a perfect storm right what but what happened that night
1: well our guys were ready to play i can tell you that they yeah. were focused uh, we did that uh, you know if you're going to be able to uh, you know, make noise in the pack. 12 You got to beat Oregon. I mean, they're one of the top dogs in the in the in the uh, conference, and and uh, our guys uh, were completely focused that evening. Uh, we had a great crowd, and really the play of the game, in my opinion, was the punt return by oh. Britt Covey right before halftime. That was. And, oh. and uh, really set the tone for the rest of the game.
0: Do You go in at halftime, and uh, do you have to kind of put on a face like, "Hey guys, this is it over." <laughs> exactly. Even though it felt like it was
1: over. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep them focused and understand that uh, you get 30 more minutes of football, and a lot can happen. But, but we certainly had some great momentum at that point. Because
0: you had to be smiling on the inside. Yeah. But you can't let your guys see
1: that, no, can you? You cannot. You cannot. You got to <laughs> keep them grounded and keep them uh, focused on the task at hand.
0: And then you get uh, that second crack at him, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of people who said, "No, this can't." happened twice and you did it twice like
1: were you more proud the second time absolutely it's tough to beat a team like Oregon uh once a year let alone twice a year or or twice in a 13-day period and and uh again it it played out very uh, similar to the first game where the, the big play in that game was the, the interception right before halftime. We were able to convert into a field goal and get the momentum again going into halftime. It wasn't quite the momentum that the punt return generated, but but it was the same thing. We were able to make a big play and, and end on a score right before half, which really uh, set the tone again.
0: All right, you, you ride a Harley, you ski. <laughs> what, what was your first motorcycle? How would you get into that?
1: I had a uh, Yamaha Trail 70 way back in the day. <laughs> and, and, uh, you're way too young to, to remember those. But, but I've been on motorcycles since I was eight years old, and I and, uh, love them. Now, you got to respect them. They're dangerous. I mean, yeah. I'm not, you know, they, they certainly come with risk. But, but I just love getting out and, and uh, getting on the bike and, and going for rides.
0: Yeah, is it more of a summertime thing for you? Or, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah cause you can't really sure. bebop around in the – Dead a winter in nope. Salt Lake. No, you cannot. It's All
1: very right. seasonal up there. All
0: okay, right. uh, I appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us. Always love talking to you. I get you back on during the season, okay, let's do and it. you know it's always fun to talk football right. and life. Thanks, Sounds coach. Good, man. Thank okay. you. We interrupt this podcast with a special announcement from the Baltimore. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but.